What's the one thing people never tell you about how to save money? It's simpler than you think. Hey guys, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Eric Powers with Sky Blue Wealth, back to talk about financial planning, saving money, and preparing for your retirement. Today, we have a tremendous episode ahead where we're going to talk about overspending and debt. As you know, debt is the great enemy of building your wealth. Not only does it snatch up your paycheck before it even gets in your hands, it keeps you from using the power of investing to compound your income over the long term. And heck, not to mention that financial troubles are reported as the number one cause of marital strife, which leads to more money troubles when divorce is the end result. And that's why we're digging into this topic of overspending and debt today, coming from a different angle. We're going to show you a key reason why you and your family members are overspending and then getting buried beneath all that debt. Plus, I'm going to sprinkle in a few psychological reasons why humans tend to spend too much money in the first place. This episode is bound to help you save money and make better decisions about where your paycheck goes. Now, please tap that follow button to subscribe to the show and let's get going. All right, this statistic should set the tone. When people are sad, they're willing to pay up to 30% more for a product. And this is coming from psychology today. It's pretty wild. This psychological phenomenon is linked to the idea that feeling better is just a purchase away. Our culture has confused self-care with self-pampering, according to the therapist who wrote the article with the stat mentioned. Pampering usually indicates expensive self-care that is doing harm when a person can't afford it and simply puts a trip on their credit card. Self-care is smart, but it can be achieved using inexpensive and free methods. It's a shame that people just don't use the alternatives more. A walk in a local park is just as healthy as one 200 miles away near a waterfall. And we've talked before about how retirees say that they care more about the people they engage with versus the activities that they engage in. So why do we overpamper ourselves here in America? Because the key I'm talking about that makes us overspend in general, we are convinced by words. Marketing in all shapes and sizes is at its core. It's just words. Whether you see a video advertisement or a billboard, someone wrote the script or the headline to convince you to spend your money. Great. Great. That's how capitalism works. I'm glad for that. As long as you're not being mentally nudged into spending more than you should have or buying something that you don't really need and don't even want a couple weeks later. You know, dusty old toys in the garage, unused tools, and how many as seen on TV items have people put on credit cards and used once? A friend of mine bought Flex Steel just because the commercials were so wild. He didn't have any leaks or a use for the stuff, but the words are powerful and he wanted to buy it. I'm not going to get really into economics here right now, but this time of year where we are, it's March 2023, and we are currently trying to stave off inflation. It's really hard to stave off inflation when we as consumers don't stop spending. And that's what we're doing. We continue to consume. And why do we continue to consume? Because marketing tells us that we should. And consume, we do. I heard a stat the other day on the radio. A third of Americans have an Amazon Prime account. And I don't doubt that at all. You can get good deals, sure, but by being a member, it also prompts you to use the service code. Everybody can get great deals and it's instant gratification, but being a member also has other benefits and perks. So you can spend more. Two key phrases that I like to watch out for that I promise will save you money. Last chance and limited supply. These marketing phrases mess with our heads using psychology. There is a real fear of missing out, right? Fear, even on a small scale, is a driver of human actions. These phrases are often used to sell tickets faster or sell products that are piled up in a back room somewhere. 
In some cases, the supply is truly limited or running out, but so what? Unless it's water, shelter, oxygen, or something we need, we can probably live without it, either for a few months or forever. Don't let false alerts about low inventory or opportunities nudge you into taking out your wallet, or worse, piling the cost onto a worn out credit card. Another related marketing phrase that's even more ridiculous is this one. This sale is so good, you can't afford not to buy. Ridiculous, you may think, but they keep using it, so it must be working. Another psychological reason for overspending is habit. Lifestyle creep happens on autopilot as we get into the habit of certain spending patterns. It happens in our subconscious. For example, something tells us to hang a right every single payday to pick up an expensive takeout or to go and log on to Amazon every Sunday afternoon. Before you know it, these things are difficult habits to break. Budgets help stop patterns like that before they start. Also, another psychological tactic, mindfulness. This isn't just for your physical health. It can improve your financial health as well. It can help you focus on financial goals and keep off the autopilot spending. Here's another marketing tactic that will save you a lot of money if you're aware. One word, because. A study reported by Robert Cardini, author of Influence, showed that people were more likely to do what you ask if you give them a reason, any reason, as long as it was followed by the word because. Something about adding that word made close to 90% of the people agree to whatever was asked. It sounds crazy, right? Well, I suggest reading Influence if you don't believe how powerful that one word can be. The book also points out another thing that can nudge us into doing things that we might not truly want to do. By receiving a gift, it makes us more likely to go along with what another person wants. For our discussion, that person would be a marketer or a salesperson. For example, in the old days was a bank giving customers a toaster if they opened up a savings account. The modern example would be the prizes that show up from a test drive at the auto dealership. It doesn't matter what the level of prizes that you end up with, there's a psychological pull to at least listen to the salesperson's pitch. The example in the book is Harry Karishna's giving away single flowers at the airport. If people accepted a small gift, it was proven that these people were more likely to donate money to the group, despite the gift being only a few cents. I'll tell you another marketing trick that you might find in your inbox. Email marketing is just huge. And sadly, not every marketer is playing fair. Not even talking about scams here, we're just talking about tactics. So if you sign up for a freebie, there will usually be some upsell at some later point. You'll get more emails pitching a paid product or pitched during some presentation. There's nothing wrong with that. However, watch out for this next trick. We had technical difficulties, so we're going to give you another chance to buy. See, this is just a way to pitch you again, even though the last email pitch was supposedly the last chance. This is not an illegal or a scam, but to me, it says a lot about honesty. Tell me it's the last chance and let it be the last chance. I'll be more likely to buy from you in the future if you keep your word instead of making me read four more last chance emails. Also, watch for this one. Marketers using your name in emails it makes it more personal, which has shown obviously that it increases sales. To see it in action, just go to the Amazon homepage. I see a hello, Eric, right up in the upper right hand top of the page. Also to the left, it says deliver to Eric. Awesome. Along with my city and my zip code. This warms us up to the idea of what? getting something shipped to us. It's a subtle nudge, a suggestion, but if it didn't work, the biggest online retailer, Amazon, wouldn't be doing it. So again, it's not a dirty tactic. 
It's simply designed to increase their revenue, which in turn, of course, increases your spending. And it may leave you with eight gallons of the Steel Flex stuff and maybe five new bikes in your garage. Now, don't get me wrong. Amazon, I love it. And even though we talk about investments from time to time, here's my quick disclaimer. I do not endorse Amazon as an individual buy. But another thing to watch about Amazon, I'll tell you very frankly, and I'm sure that you may have done the same thing during the pandemic. Amazon was just a click away and it was so easy to get the stuff that we wanted to get everything we wanted, all of those goods. And man, what are we gonna do with them all? But seriously, marketing is big business. They knew what they were doing. They had a good service and products to be able to get to us. But another thing to watch for with Amazon or actually, you know, any e-commerce website is cross-selling. So this marketing tactic is more personalization designed to get you to spend even more. It's often that you'd probably be tempted with these cross-sell offers before your first item that you bought has even shipped. You see, they want you to feel as though you're saving money and hassle by getting things done at once. Despite the fact that you might have gotten free shipping separately anyways, marketing emails with the words like, since you bought product X, we thought you might love product Y too. It's not too late to add to the order. Companies know it's like seven or eight times easier to sell an existing customer than it is to sell to a new customer. So this is a very smart tactic. Even more so because their customer, you, me, whoever, is in a buying mood since we just made a purchase. One more tip on Amazon in particular that can help you control spending. Turn off that one-click buying. It's too easy to buy when all you have to do is confirm one thing. Click. Heck, if you want to take it one step further, don't even save your payment method on Amazon.com. Make yourself type it in each time. Put up little stumbling blocks for yourself to help you stop spending your hard-earned money. Another word to watch for is free. This is not hot off the presses. Advertising gurus from the time of black and white television knew this. Look at old newspaper ads and you'll see the word free everywhere. It triggers in us an opportunity. And it doesn't matter what the free thing is. The word is what holds the power to grab our attention. Example here. I clicked on a pair of shoes on Amazon. Crocs. Don't worry, this is an extreme example. Actually, no, I'm not wearing Crocs. Okay, anyway, on the sales page, the word free was found 14 times, twice near the header, then twice near the payment details. Again, if it didn't make us spend money, Amazon would not be using it, right? They'd find a better word. Free is just the most powerful one, and ironically has helped credit card companies capture many Americans in the chains of debt. One more quick mental tip to help you save money. Be intentional about spending and shopping. No one is mentally strong enough to refuse all marketing tactics out there. The best way to avoid overspending is to stay away from the stores and avoid logging into the e-commerce sites. Don't shop due to boredom or habit. Be intentional. Because on the other side of it, marketers are being intentional about trying to get you to spend more of your paycheck every time you set foot in their world, virtually or not. Now guys, the marketers are out there. You may not see them every day, and it's so subtle and so subconscious that we ignore a lot of it. However, when it does catch us, they catch us good. You have to be resilient and aware to keep more money in your pocket and less in theirs. Okay, let's do a fast recap. If you're trying to improve your finances with better planning, uh, certainly feel free to give me a touch. It's never too early or too late to improve your financial position. Don't wait for the right time to plan because there really is no right time. Usually people come to me when there's a problem, when there's something that they need to fix or solve. 
it's okay to come in even though that may not be the case for you now. And if you keep this recap in mind, you'll have more savings and more to invest in the future. Remember, words have power, the power to sell, and I'm fine with that as long as you're not being lured into buying things that you don't need with money that you don't have to waste. Two, self-care is great, but doesn't require lavish spending. Three, watch out for claims of limited supplies meant to lure you into making rash decisions for your money. Number four, mindfulness is a state of life still that can help you make better financial choices, guaranteed. Before buying, think about why you're buying. Did you notice words like because or free? Be mindful, be intentional, make sure that you're in control of where your money goes, not tactful words designed to nudge you into debt. Lastly, make it inconvenient to spend your money, as with turning off the one-click option on Amazon. Guys, there are countless ways to save money and build wealth, and we've covered a ton of them on our blog and podcast. So please share us out to a friend. We'd love to be of help to as many people as we can. Your recommendation means a lot to us. I hope the rest of your day is awesome, and I look forward to talking with you soon. Reach out to discuss your financial planning and retirement concerns. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Investment advice offered through Private Advisor Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor.